0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, it
1: was definitely a busy day down at the state capitol yesterday. If you were following us on Facebook, you probably saw some of the pictures. Reba McClone was down there among thousands that came into Madison to discuss having driver's licenses for all, specifically for the uh, immigrant labor that we've got working on a lot of our Wisconsin farms. We've got an update for you on that story coming up after 5.30. How you doing, Here it is, second day of May, and I'm afraid that the weather forecast is pretty much the same as it was yesterday. We've got more rain in the forecast. 56 is going to be our expected high today, so maybe a little warmer, but a 60% chance of scattered showers and isolated thunderstorms. Now, tomorrow, we dry out maybe a little bit. 60 is our expected high on Friday. Saturday we bounce up to sixty-eighth with sunny skies, but then on Sunday, another chance of rain back in the forecast. Stu Mocker Ag Meteorologist joins us in about fifteen minutes with that forecast, and also up before six o'clock. Is the market paying attention to the weather? What's happening in the trade? Bryce Nor, hopefully without technical issues today, joining us live via Skype before six.
2: When you think of Palmer Amaranth, Water Hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want to <laughs> Give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds, (laughs) pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at DiflexDuo.us. Always read and follow label instructions.
1: You know what? Each and every one of you could become a hero. What am I talking about I'm talking about having the discussion and making the decision to be an organ, tissue, and eye donor. Across the state of Wisconsin, there's more than 3,000 Wisconsinites right now waiting for an organ, tissue, or eye donation, and you could be their hero. One person can save as many as eight lives through organ donation and improve 75 lives through tissue and eye donation. But listen, it's a decision that you have to make so your family doesn't have to make it for you. It's simple and easy to do. Register now. Get online. Donate Life org. Register today. It's fast. It's easy. Just jump online. Donate Life org. That's Donate Life org. You not only become a hero in your family today, you become someone else's hero in the future.
3: No one works harder to help you achieve your goals.
4: We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be.
5: You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand.
6: Whether you're building a house or a
3: legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And,
2: and we're, we're ready, ready, ready to, to champion, champion rural together. together. Learn more at compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender.
1: Well, the weather did not stop folks from gathering yesterday down at the state capitol, some legislative issues and some uh, loud discussions. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. You'll be hearing more about that uh, immigrant labor from across the state wanting some attention so that they can possibly get their driver's license. You know, I tell you what, uh, those folks live in rural Wisconsin. They help us on the farm and they spend money in rural communities. Uh, with the economic situation, the lot of Wisconsin farm families and their agribusinesses are looking at, a lot of people probably wonder, do I want to live in rural Wisconsin? You know what, Bob? It's where I grew up. It's where I prefer to be. But I can understand some people question the viability of rural communities, not just in Wisconsin, but anywhere these days.
7: Absolutely, Pam. Bob here at the northern end of the world's longest barn in the Eau Claire area. And, of course, any small town isn't what it used to be, because uh, some on the edge of big cities have grown to where they're not, uh, I think, of DeForest and Verona. Those were small schools when I was a kid. Now they're huge schools. But then you get out into the rural areas, and not so much as a lot of those old communities have uh, lost business. They've lost stores, four-lane highways, and other big box stores have encouraged folks to not shop in their small towns, and that's hurt small towns. What is their future? There's a good future, according to Michigan State University researcher, Dr. David Ivan. He was at a Wisconsin rural summit recently in Rice Lake, and our Scott Schultz had a chance to talk to him about ways to revitalize those small towns
8: yeah you know i've had a chance to travel across the country and yeah there are places that are struggling but at the same time We've been able to find a number of small towns in rural places, just like rural Wisconsin here, that have been kind of able to change your trajectory, that's been able to engage a community, to start new businesses, to engage residents, whether that be young adults, whether it be youth, whether it be seniors that live in a community, in a different way. You know, that really lets them think differently in terms of what their community is going to look like tomorrow versus what it may have looked like yesterday and it's because of that and that can-do spirit that we've seen a lot of hope emerge in many of these communities and have put these communities really in a a place that people want to live at people want to become part of
9: now in that you said the word different i think two or three times what is different about those communities that have smiles on their faces what do you look for in those communities that changes things
8: well I think it's sometimes it's easy in a community that's struggling to almost have a poverty of spirit uh, in their community and and because of that it kind of weighs on them uh, in terms of of being stuck of feeling that there's not a path forward and what we saw in these successful communities is that they kind of erase that poverty of spirit and have a a spirit of hope and says you know we're gonna have to take a different trajectory which means that we may have to do things differently, and they're not afraid of change. And so sometimes change is our biggest fear uh, in terms of looking at things differently. Uh, Sometimes we have to learn from others that uh, um, offer maybe insights on how we can do things differently. Sometimes we're going to stub our toe as we move along this path and doing things differently. But as you look at the alternative in terms of uh, do we stay stuck or do we try to re-energize our community I think it's a a pretty clear path and so what we saw in these communities really is that leadership was willing to change and and part of that change is stepping up to the plate learning from others and saying okay what are the assets that we have how can we maybe reorganize these assets in a different way that allows us to really add some vitality to our plates
9: some of the rural communities that I know of maybe had two grocery stores 30, 40, 50 years ago, a couple of hardware stores, a clothing store or two, and now they're without a grocery store. When you mention the change, the people are seeing the change for sure. What might a little town like that, that's a bedroom community, say 2,000 people, a bedroom community to another community with a population of thirty or 40,000 down the road with a couple of box stores. What can that small community bring out in themselves that might look different, but might be positive?
8: Yeah, well, I think a couple of things. One, um, I mean, there are some macroeconomic factors that are at play, right? Uh, and the big box stores, the WalMarts, and others—you know—they have changed. And the Amazon, uh, they've changed the uh, the retail landscape, and and the reality is, we can't hit the reset button. That's that's it is what it is, uh, and. And so, instead of trying to compete with these uh, entities, and perhaps holding on to nostalgia uh, and and bringing back uh, things that perhaps economically may struggle in this new retail. Um, reality. What we've seen in these communities is, all right, what is it that you're leaving our community for to go to other communities that perhaps we can offer here? And it's, again, part of that uncovering, unpacking in terms of what people want in their community, and then wrapping around with that some training, some education to maybe seed some future entrepreneurs. I just did a study looking at community-supported enterprises, and we looked at a variety of different models in terms of where the community, through crowdfunding or other different type of economic models, are actually establishing businesses. People own shares. People have discount on, on goods and services. Again, a variety of different types of models that are out there. But that's another pathway in terms of doing things differently. It's kind of stretching the... Um, the imagination uh, in terms of what is possible but again that's what's going to take to to really move into a different paradigm because the reality is the roads change right and and so for us and for small communities to be able to to pivot to a uh, a future that uh... offers uh, an exciting type of place for their kids and their grandchildren or grandchildren's grandchildren you know they're gonna have to adjust they're gonna have to look at different models they're gonna have to provide the leadership that has the strength of of character and a strength of heart to say you know what we're going to have to try some new things. Let's kind of work at this together. Let's try to, um, to learn. Let's try to push whatever button we can push and see how we can advance that. Now, all that being said, there are going to be pe- skeptics. Uh, there are skeptics in every community. I call them cave people, uh, citizens against virtually everything. Uh, and they exist in every community. And so sometimes when we try to change, there's going to be the cave people that that's ah, not going to work. What are you thinking? And, and so I think what we've seen in studying successful communities is the cave people aren't setting the agenda. What we've seen is the community who wants a more vibrant future, who has hope in their future, is saying, all right, we're going to have to do something different. And they're the ones who are creating a big tent for others to become engaged and help to define what that future may look like.
9: E-commerce brings to mind one of the issues that I know some across some communities across the nation run into, and that's technological infrastructure. How can we gather things together so we have high-speed internet across our rural
8: countryside? What do we do? Yeah, you know, so um, oftentimes in communities we fake uh, we focus on gray infrastructure—the water, the sewer, roads—and uh, not the the more uh, advanced. Prerequisites, I'll say, uh, in terms of competing in today's new economy, and that includes that high-speed Internet. Uh, and so we've seen some innovative approaches in terms of communities coming together with neighbors to have enough critical mass to be able to uh, attract investment to raise their uh, their bandwidth in terms of what they 're offering from a high uh, bandwidth um, high speed uh, internet connectivity uh, option. Uh, the other thing is sometimes it 's not as bad as what we think it is uh, and and so i 've traveled to communities i 'm frankly pleasantly surprised at, at the connectivity that they have uh, through a variety of different whether satellite or cable company or other uh, uh, entrepreneurial efforts that are underway in these communities but that is absolutely one of the um, the critical elements I think as you look at uh, business development as being able to have that online presence uh, not only to help Locals know about your business, but also those visitors, right? And we all rely on Yelp and those other type of uh, visiting sites to uh, help make some of our purchasing decisions. And so having that type of online uh, presence is really a prerequisite. Having that presence requires that that high-speed Internet connectivity.
9: Dr. David Ivan, Michigan State University, at the Wisconsin Rural Summit on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. I'm Scott Schultz.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Be the light. That's my motto. Hi, I'm Scott. Proud employee with EverReady Electric for over 20 years. We want you. Yes, you. We're hiring for journeymen or master electricians full-time with a hiring bonus of $1,500. Why? Well, we get that transitioning from one job to another has costs, and we're here to support you in a new comfort zone. Join our team and apply online, or call and ask for Linda. She'll amp you up. We're ever ready.
5: Okay, class, let's all sing our 911 song. There's a fire. There's a fire. Dial 911. There's a fire. There's a fire. Dial 911. If you can't raise an arm. Dial 911. If you're suddenly having trouble speaking these words. Dial 911. Face suddenly goes all numb. Dial. 9-1-1. All of a sudden, get the worst headache of your life. Dial 911. Sudden loss of sight in one or both eyes. Dial 911. If you think stroke may be the cause, never wait to call. Dial
7: 911.
5: 911. Making a difference in someone's life is elementary. Know the sudden signs of stroke and down 911 immediately if they appear. Time lost is brain loss. For more information visit powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
6: Agronomy, feed,
0: propane, agri-finance, fuels and more. Insight FS is your supplier of choice.
8: With FS DieselX Gold, you get power, efficiency and protection. Engineered to be the best fuel to power and protect your diesel engines. Count on DieselX Gold from Insight FS. From energy to agriculture, on the farm, at your business,
0: or at home, make Insight FS your valued partner. Visit InsightFS.com for a location near you. Spreading farm information and occasionally manure. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Here
1: we go, 520 now as we get rolling on a Thursday morning. It's not raining outside just yet, but I'm afraid that can change. Stu Ag Egg Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. I was thinking about that yesterday. Our Reba McClone was down at the state capitol for the uh, rally, the big uh, day without Latinos, and she uh, not only had the language barrier to deal with in the crowd, there was also the ucky weather down there, you know? <laughs>
0: Lucky. That's a good way to describe
1: it well, it kinda it kinda is you know what I'm saying
0: well, yeah, it's damp it has that real chill to it, no doubt about it. We're getting close to the end of this run. I think that's probably the best news there is to share this morning, although there may still be a little rain today with the front just off to our south, extending up from, about southeast Kansas up into Illinois and northern Missouri. Low pressure is going to push up into Illinois and over Lake Michigan by late today. There are showers again, and they're indicated from southeast parts of Iowa into western and northwest Illinois. Going to push up into southern Wisconsin, Once again, I'd say southern Wisconsin, Madison up toward Fond du Lac and Oshkosh, maybe about the only areas to really have to worry about a little rain today. Just that, a little rain, and it could still be around for a time this morning. And otherwise, then we begin to dry things out. Temperatures will start to moderate then as well. In fact, come Friday and Saturday, we head back in the neighborhood of normal and even a little bit above normal for Saturday. Sounds wonderful. That should come along with some sun but another front is going to drop in out of the northwest. We'll see it bring a little rain to northern Minnesota tomorrow and then try to swing that little front on through. That will mean just enough to mean some clouds, maybe a little rain Saturday night, and a cool down as we make our way on to Monday. I'll have forecast details right after this.
9: We're
3: We know how challenging and rewarding
4: farming in this way of life can be.
5: You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand.
3: Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And, and we're, we're ready, ready, ready to, to champion, champion rural together. together.
2: Learn more at compere.com. Compeer Financial, equal credit opportunity lender.
1: Almost 523. So, Stuart, at least it's staying halfway warm as far as this temperature is concerned. Not necessarily fantastic on moisture, but it's a little warmer.
0: It's a little warmer, and it will get even warmer now right on into the weekend. So, today, let's talk about clouds, some morning fog, and especially, I'd say, Madison, Lacrosse, Fond du Lac, maybe, or Madison Oshkosh, Fond du Lac. Possibly Mauston, a little scattered shower activity that would be this morning, just lingering toward afternoon. There may actually be a little break in the cloud cover at La Crosse yet late today. Temps generally mid-50s today. That's about the most we'll squeeze out. East winds become north about 5. Overnight, mostly cloudy east and south. Some clearing at La Crosse and Mauston. Nighttime lows down around 40 or so. North winds at 5. Partly sunny on Friday, a little nicer, more likely around 60, some low 60s at La Crosse with the Northeast winds at five sunny on Saturday, looking forward to it. Upper sixties. We may see a 70 in Western Wisconsin winds become Southwest at five, but like I've said, then Pam, a little later, at least Sunday, a bit of a rain chance that cools a little and will be a little cooler and damp again early next week.
1: Yep. That's what I was afraid of. All right, buddy. Thank you. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. You bet. Stumak, our ag meteorologist, with those weather details. And like I said, the temperature is a little bit better out there this morning. Lacrosse, you've got some clouds. You're sitting at 46 degrees. Mostyn, clouds and 41. Fond du Lac, cloudy and 39. Oshkosh, cloudy and 39. Madison at the airport's got a little fog right now, 43 degrees, but without a breeze. At least the temperatures we're seeing on the thermometer are exactly what you should be feeling on your skin as well. Coming up after 5.30, boy, talk about getting under people's skin. The issue of uh, immigration, whether or not it impacts Wisconsin agriculture. Is it right? Is it wrong? Are they documented or not? Those were the kinds of conversations that swirled around the state capitol yesterday. Reba McClone was there. We've got details coming up after 5.30.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser.
9: We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 years and 80 minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision.
10: With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience.
9: Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple.
11: Dancer,
2: that's the answer.
11: Are you tired of having smoker's lines even though you may not smoke? A Skincare Minute with Skincare Expert Michelle Neeson. Lip lines, often called smoker's lines, are frustrating and stubborn signs of getting older. They're often created from years of muscle movements around the mouth, along with fat and volume loss. Non-surgical treatments such as Botox can relax the muscles that cause pursing wrinkles. Dermal fillers like Restylane or Juvederm can fill in fine wrinkles and restore a downturn mouth. All of these treatments are available at Rejuvenation Clinic and can be done simply and naturally with very little downtime. Don't be afraid to get your smile back. To learn more, visit the experienced medical professionals at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie for natural, long lasting confidence and beauty.
10: Let your natural
11: beauty shine through. Find us at Rejuvenation Clinic of
3: Have you ever encountered one of those companies that tries to be all things to all people? It's like herding cats. The tools, the parts, the know how are all difficult to round up and solve the precise problem you're hoping to repair. At Benjamin Plumbing, they focus on one thing and one thing only. Plumbing. Not heating and air conditioning, not garage door replacement, not security alarms or beauty salon supplies. Just plumbing repairs, remodels, and new construction. Avoid the jack of all trades. Rely on your friends at Benjamin Plumbing to do what they do best each and every time.
6: Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com.
11: Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business.
6: Benjamin Plumbing.
4: My name is Charles. I'm 38 years old. My name is Charles. I'm 38 years old. One day I had a sudden headache. I had a headache. Suddenly my arm went numb and I felt confused. My arm went tingly. I knew I was having a stroke. I didn't know what was going on. I told my wife, and she dialed nine one one. I didn't want to miss work, so I went. The ambulance arrived just in time. I had a stroke on the bus because of quick response. Today I'm on my way to a full recovery. Today I have partial paralysis. Seconds made all the difference. Seconds made all the difference. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You can make
12: a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. Time lost is braid lost. For more information, visit powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
1: By land, sea, or air, Alaska is beautiful. And guess what? We'll see Alaska all three ways. I'm Pam Yankee. It is time. Make that call. Make that reservation. We've only got a few seats remaining for our Alaska Agriculture Adventure, August 20th through September 1st. Call 800-826-2266 for reservation details or online. FabulousFarmBabe.net right there on the home page. Alaska, August 20th through September 1st.
5: No crack for you, just say no to crack. The DRS Asphalt Formula adds better materials
1: for flexibility of expansion and contraction. It's superior to other asphalt mixtures,
5: so you can put your foot down and say no to crack.
7: DRS Asphalt Paving, your
2: local family paving company using long-lasting, superior ingredients that withstand Wisconsin's weather.
5: Visit DRSPaving.com. Dr-
2: D-R-S. It's
3: your own Don't get this confused that we're putting a strong lobby for Clay Matthews and or Jordy Nelson. I mean, I think they're great players. I think they deserve to be in the Packer Hall of Fame. Uh, I think they deserve to be, you know, Clay Matthews needs to be in the discussion as far as great uh, defensive players for the Packers. And I think Jordy Nelson certainly needs to be in the discussion uh, for great wide receivers in Green Bay. But based on the what we've learned, the history, Ebo, of retiring numbers, only six Packers numbers have ever been retired. You look at the amount of Packers that are in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so, you know, you, you would say, well, if you make the Hall of Fame, you're going to get your jersey retired. Not in Green Bay. Uh, All right. Not only do you have to make the Hall of Fame, you have to do something, you know, above and beyond just making the Hall of Fame, and the top 1% of the top 1% make the Hall of Fame.
2: Two things. First one comes from Twitch. Herm, Herm did say, what about Jim Taylor? Then he said his number was retired by the Saints, where he only played one season, but not by the Packers. And then the, the question I have for both of you guys, you and Nelson, Joe and Nelson, is Clay Matthews in the Packers Hall of Fame? Oh, he's not in Canton. I don't think he's in Canton, but is he in the Packers Hall of Fame? Yes. Nellie?
8: I would probably lean towards it, though I wouldn't really care if he got in or not. But I'm not a pro Clay Matthews fan. I think he's been overrated for the past, like, six years. Does have that Super Bowl under his belt?
3: I mean, look, how how would you not, whether you like the guy, and I I know we had some fun, although, I mean, I I will remind people, the guy didn't miss many games the last two or three years. I mean, the guy was uh, pretty durable at the end, but, uh, you know, if if you think of... Clay Matthews, I think the first thing that comes to mind to me isn't missed time. The first thing that I would think when I say Clay Matthews is dominant defensive player during the Super Bowl.
2: Mm -hmm. All right. So looking at it, Clay Matthews, Super Bowl champion, six-time Pro Bowler, first team All Pro to second team All Pro, and he had a PFWA NFL Defensive Player of the Year and the Butt Kiss Award in 2010. That's, That's a list, right? That's like a nice list of stuff. When you go and look at some of the other guys that are jerseys retired, uh, I'm not going to go all the way back. Look look, look at Ray Nitschke, two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time first-team All-Pro, Pro Pro Bowl. and He's a five-time NFL champion because, you know, the Super Bowl coming in later. So there's five, but he's got two first-team All-Pro and one Pro Bowl. Clay Matthews has six Pro Bowls, Buckus Award, and a Super Bowl champion. Like, if you take away the other championships, Clay Matthews eclipses him in in some regards.
8: Yeah, I, some of those Pro Bowl seasons are pretty sketchy for Clay Matthews. I'll give him four Pro Bowls, but if you look at the numbers in two of them, I think he won it based on his name being Clay Matthews.
2: I mean, you'll give him four, but the NFL gave him six.
3: <laughs> look he's, an, look he's numbers. A, he's a great player. He's, he's, he's a fringe NFL. Whether you love Clay Matthews or you couldn't stand the, the fragileness at times or you couldn't stand the lack of production at the end, he is a, he is a fringe NFL. Pro Football Hall of Fame, he's in, he's near the top 50 all-time in sacks. So, I mean, the, the, the debate becomes, at you know, what's the cutoff level? You know, and like baseball, it's if you get 3,000 hits, you're in the Hall of Fame. You know, if you get a certain amount of points scored you're, in basketball, you're in the Hall of Fame. I don't know where the line of sacks is, but he's probably right at that. But here's the thing, going back to the Packers, as far as numbers retired. So there are 31 Packers in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 31. That's incredible. Now, you take away Curly Lambeau, Vince Lombardi, and Ron Wolf as, you know, they got in as, you know, coach or administrator. So that leaves 28. So out of those 28, six have their numbers retired. So basically, only one in four Hall of Famers get their number retired with Green Bay. And so what's, what, I mean, what, I mean, does well. Let's just say right now. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers never played again, does is the number twelve retired in Green Bay? Is he? Ooh, if, wow. if, if he came out today and said that's it,
2: wow!
3: Uh, Danek and I have decided to settle down and have a family. And my knee injury was a lot worse than I let on. And I'm sorry to do this, but I'm walking away from pole football.
2: I mean, does does Aaron Rodgers twelve get does retired? Does anybody
3: ever wear twelve again? I mean, nobody ever wore four
2: again. Wow! Now that is a question. Well, no one ever won four again because Favre's Favre's got more. He's got three. He's a three-time NFL MVP. Yeah, he's been I'm not to more Super Bowl worthy. I'm just to another Super Bowl than Aaron Rodgers has. Rodgers gets retired. He's got
3: no, two think,
8: MVPs in a Super Bowl.
3: Okay, but that's my point. Like, and Aaron, I think we all three agree. Aaron Rodgers. Oof. If Aaron Rodgers retired Oof. today, five years from today, he's going into the Pro Football
0: Hall of Fame, right? Yes. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Alrighty,
1: 5.35 now on a Tuesday morning. We've got a busy morning ahead. Yesterday, the state capitol was alive with activity, both inside and outside. Thousands of people that were rallying to the chant of driver's licenses for all reba mcclone our own farm assistant was in the thick of things she's got an update for us on that in just a little bit on the inside of the state capitol senators uh, advanced a bill that calls for the formation of a dairy innovation hub we've got details on that and bryce nor joining us live hopefully before six uh, hopefully we don't have any technical issues this morning we'll find out what the markets are talking about i'm pam Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. So on this date, back in 1997, Tony Blair became the Prime Minister, and that was kind of a big deal because it ended 18 years of conservative reign. He was a member of the Labor Party. He had a landslide victory. A lot of his early fans were really disappointed, though, when he supported the United States and our invasion of Iraq in 2003 but he was a strong ally of the United States. So he took office back in 1997. And also on this date back in 2011, Osama bin Laden was killed by a US commando part of our uh, retaliatory efforts because of the September 11th 2001 attacks. And now you know. All right, I want you to know that yesterday was a busy day both inside and outside at the state capital. Our own Reba McClone was among thousands that were rallying at the state capital. Calling for driver's licenses for all. While that may seem like a fairly simple chance, it's a complicated issue. Governor Tony Evers has put within his proposed budget measures that would restore driver's licenses to non citizens. This becomes an issue for a lot of our farms when they rely on immigrant labor that are worried they don't have a driver's license. They fear going to work. They have problems when it comes to trying to get your kids to daycare or pick them up at school. Brian Drake from Drake Dairy Incorporated in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, was one of those farmers that was on hand yesterday in support of his immigrant labor. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of times when just like small children would need to get
3: a ride
5: to school,
2: that we would have to have somebody with a
0: Where we got to get rides. If these are real people and real good people that want to follow the law. There is very, very little crime being committed, and they don't want to have to drive and commit a crime. all they ask for a simple driver's license to be able to be an active member in the community, working. Many, many jobs are filled by people.
8: There's just a shortage of people. They're not taking nobody's job. The jobs. We're just creating more
0: and more jobs in the United States.
8: We have the best country in the world,
0: and there's jobs being created daily. The immigrants are not taking any jobs at all. If anything, they're creating more higher-end jobs.
1: Brian Drake, he's one of the owner-operators of Drake Dairy Incorporated out of Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And again, apologies for the audio quality, but as you could tell, there was a whole lot of activity, a whole lot of people, a whole lot of music, a whole lot of chanting going on when Reba McClone was visiting with him. He stood in support of his herd manager, Omar Guerrero, who has become a critical part of Drake Dairy Incorporated. Omar Guerrero explained why a driver's license, although taken by granted for many of us, becomes critical information for his immigrant employees. So in the dairy industry,
13: 90% of the people works in the dairies is immigrants. So we depend on all the labor force in the dairy. So it's very important that they bring it back those license, so they're not afraid to drive, come to work, or once in a while I have to go, you know, the guys this these guys that get up like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, go to work, sometimes I've been called, like, at that time, they to me to come and pick them up to jail, because they've been called uh, to jail, because they don't have a valid driver's license. You know, they're not doing nothing wrong. They just come to work. So I think it's going to be good for both communities because, um, you know, everybody feels safe, you know, for both communities. They know who they are and, and we be able to drive safely. So it's really, really important. And, you know, on the economic side, too, I think it's, it's going to be a, a pretty good impact economic in our, our communities.
1: Omar Guerrero, he is the herd manager for Drake Dairy Incorporated out of Elkhart Lake, making the case that something like a driver's license can be empowering and also incredibly intimidating for a lot of the Hispanic labor we've got in the state of Wisconsin. And again, we're focused in on the immigrant labor we're working with that have gone through legal channels to be a part of Wisconsin agriculture. I know that a lot of you blew up our social media page talking about the illegal aliens and the process. That's understood, and obviously it's a complicated issue that's got to be worked through at the statehouse. But as we focus in on the issue, we are channeling our energies towards the people that are here Here in the United States, here in Wisconsin, working with our Wisconsin agriculture through legal channels and means, still looking for that driver's license. So an issue, obviously, that's going to continue to get attention at the state capitol. Nice job to Reba McClone, though, for making her way through literally thousands of people with a language barrier to boot and doing a great job. It's 541.
5: For control of yellow nutsedge and tough to kill broadleaf weeds like common lamb's quarters and water hemp in your cornfield, tank mix Yukon in your post-emergence herbicide treatment. Yukon is the gold standard in knockdown and residual control of yellow nutsedge. With two modes of action, Yukon gives you an easy-to-tank-mix tool that also helps defend against herbicide resistance. To keep your cornfields clean of yield-robbing yellow nutsedge and tough broadleaf weeds, trust Yukon from Gowan, USA.
1: Bryce Nord joins us in just a moment. Let's get more perspective on what's happening in the marketplace with Mark Oppold.
12: And we begin this Thursday looking back to the flood year of 1993. Corn market that year didn't start to rally until mid-June. Now, we haven't reached the magnitude of flooded acres as 93, but with these rainy forecasts in the Midwest now through the 12th or 15th of the month, some analysts are watching December corn for a similar pattern. And they say if it weren't for the recent heavy pressure in soybeans and wheat, corn would be performing a lot better. Argentine soybean prices at the port are over $30 a ton under U.S. and Brazilian export prices. Makes them a tough competitor. Kansas City July wheat set new contract lows seven sessions in a row until yesterday. Even though they look oversold technically, the wheat quality tour has yields above levels of a year ago. America wants to help farm and ranch families solve their questions about Medicare. They set up a toll-free helpline just for you. 855 439740 let america help you 8553439740 five this is the bottom line report MS Biotech are the makers of Lactopro Advance for beef and dairy cattle. They can help you feed less hay and reduce the number of days cattle are on feed. MSbiotech.com May, historically a strong month for cash hog prices. And with the advance in the futures yesterday, June hogs can now look for a fairly quick return, we think, back above the $95 level. I'm Mark Oppold, wishing you a profitable day.
1: And overnight electronic activity right now, markets are pretty quiet right now. December corn is up a quarter of a cent, three eighty six and a half. November beans down another three quarters of a cent, eight seventy-two and a quarter. The July wheat, that's currently up four, four hundred forty a bushel. Barrel cheese as well as double A butter, both unchanged yesterday in Chicago, forty pound block cheese down a penny, one sixty-six and a quarter. The fluid milk contracts for June up a nickel. Finished out at sixteen twenty six a hundredweight with uh, July milk at sixteen forty three a hundredweight. Hope that you had a chance to uh, check out our web story. Wisconsin milk went up as far as price in the month of March, up a dollar compared to February to 1730 a hundred weight. That's about a dollar forty nine per gallon at the farm gate. It's also a $1. dollar ten a hundredweight higher than the milk price for March of twenty eighteen. Uh, 22 of the 23 major dairy-producing states saw a milk price increase in March. Virginia stayed unchanged. Minnesota had the biggest increase of the month, up $1.10 a hundredweight. Lowest milk price in the country, New Mexico, $1,590 a hundredweight, followed closely by Michigan at $1,650 a hundredweight for their milk in March. All right, coming up next, we'll see if we've got any technical issues this morning. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, FarmFutures.com's is joining us next. This
0: is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
4: America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything. The Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station.
10: Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring? Something that you can customize yourself. Maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, Stuff you won't find anywhere else. And price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers.
6: Sows, cows, plows. And heck, anything agriculture is on the menu here. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report.
1: 5:47 on a Thursday morning and time to find out what's driving our trade Bryce Nor, commodity specialist Farm Futures Magazine farmfutures.com joining us live via Skype. So, a couple things that are occurring this week Bryce, uh, they wrapped up the meeting again in Beijing, next round coming back to Washington D.C. seems to be some optimism about that and uh, a domestic issue or item we got to pay attention to. I didn't realize that the Federal Reserve was meeting this week. What's happening
6: yeah uh, it wasn't one of their major meetings where they put out uh, their forecast uh, uh, for inflation GDP uh, growth and interest rates uh, but uh, afterwards uh, the Chairman Jerome Powell held a, a press conference he's doing that after every meeting and uh, the Fed statement was fairly upbeat in terms of its outlook uh, for the economy. Uh, They changed some of the language, and uh, uh, Powell uh, kind of held back on ideas that the Fed might be ready to cut interest rates. uh, That caused the stock market to uh, uh, sell off sharply yesterday, uh, afterwards, uh, because uh, investors are still looking for uh, a rate hike at some point, uh, uh, probably in the fall. In fact, there's a a 50-50 chance of that happening, according to the betting Uh, On federal funds futures. So a bit of a disconnect there that rattled the financial markets. Uh, They're trying to bounce back today. Of course, a lot of markets were closed yesterday for May Day as well around the world. So there was kind of a a limited amount of trade going on, except here in the United States.
1: Mm -hmm. So uh, the international scene that I was talking about, the Beijing deal, seems to be a lot of excitement that they may get something done by mid-May sign in June. What's the market say, Bryce?
6: Well, you know, the market, I think, is uh, cautiously optimistic. Uh, Soybeans aren't doing anything. Uh, They're down a penny or so. Uh, So uh, I think the soybean market uh, uh, really kind of moving beyond this whole trade deal, at least in the short term, uh, because people realize it's not going to have much of an impact immediately. uh, And the market instead focusing on weather, which is still, of course, very wet, uh, and uh, that uh, could increase soybean acres uh, down the road at a time when we don't really need any more acres.
1: So speaking of acres, the weather still a conversation piece out there, but just about the time anybody gets some steam behind that, they remind us how quickly we can get these acres in. Uh, any particular geography that you're watching this morning, Bryce, with the weather?
6: Well, the uh, central uh, part of the Midwest continues to be very wet, uh, really all the way up from the uh, eastern plains, uh, uh, up th- through our neck of the woods, and into the eastern corn belt. I uh, just checked uh, what's happening on the river. All the locks are closed from uh, Dubuque to uh, just north of St. Louis, and St. Louis Harbor will probably close uh, by early next week. Uh, uh, the f- flood waters, uh, flood stage there is expected to hit. Uh, 42 and a half feet, uh, which is well above the level when they uh, shut things down there. So it looks like uh, uh, traffic will uh, pretty much completely be stalled uh, next week for a time and uh, may not get back uh, going until mid-May. So we got a lot of water to deal with. Uh, That is creating some basis opportunities. Uh, If your uh, shipper, uh, uh, wherever you're selling to, uh, needs corn trying to get something moved, and uh, so uh, you need to be scouting around, which uh, at least may give you an opportunity to do a basis contract.
1: Well, scouting, we got time to do that with the way that this weather is going. What else are you kind of keeping an eye on then, Bryce? Uh, we got to kind of do a little cleanup for the week.
6: Well, watching the energy market, uh, the uh, crude oil uh, stocks uh, last week uh, rose more than expected, uh, more than uh, 9 million barrels uh, so a lot of crude around, record U.S. production, also rising imports. So that's the knock the crude oil market uh, back a little bit. Uh, we're uh, 2 $3 off our uh, highs from uh, earlier in April. Hasn't done much for Midwest diesel prices, however. The stocks there continue to, to decline. Uh, even though farmers aren't uh, burning as much fuel as they would like right now, uh, they are uh, getting getting some work done, particularly when you look in uh, some of the western areas. Uh, uh, the condition's a little bit drier there. Uh, we've also got a uh, wheat tour going on in uh, Kansas, uh, parts of Oklahoma. Uh, they're finding above-average yields, and that's uh, consistent with uh, what we've been forecasting uh, based on the very strong weekly crop ratings for uh, hard red winter wheat.
1: Yeah, let's uh, just on that uh, transportation issue, issue, Bryce. If we can't move stuff on uh, the water, are we seeing then a lot of elevators turn towards uh, over the road? I mean, like you said, I my elevators in Lacrosse and Dubuque are not doing anything. Are they still trying to keep business going though with uh, over the road activity then?
6: Yeah, there there is some uh, movement, particularly uh, uh, maybe not so much uh, corn, but uh, what we are seeing uh, uh, folks trying to move is fertilizer. Mm. And uh, if uh, if they have it anywhere, they're hauling it by truck. That's increased the cost of shipping, so uh, raise the, the cost of uh, freight uh, for everybody. Uh, so trucks are in short supply. Uh, places up in. uh uh, the uh, the uh dakotas they've lifted all the restrictions on nighttime movement uh, so uh uh, they're uh, people are trying to go hot and heavy Mm uh trying to get uh, folks what they need and it's going to be a tight situation we're seeing uh, anna of uh, ammonia running over 700 bucks in some places. Cavers, yikes.
1: So uh, going into next week then, do we have any more reports coming out? Are you looking at anybody's weather pattern that really has caught your attention, or are we going to wait and see where the chips fall on Monday's crop progress report?
6: I think we'll wait for the crop progress report and then uh, just see if the forecast ever dry out. Right now things are looking wet uh, for the next two weeks, uh, and uh, that starts running into that mid-May window. And uh, we're starting to not only cut yield potential uh, in corn once we hit mid-May, but uh, there's also, uh, if we're slow planting, that usually means fewer acres uh, go in, more acres get get abandoned. So it sets us up uh, for at least uh, perhaps a weather rally later in the summer.
1: Well, weather rally we could use. Thank you, Bryce. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joins us live via Skype every Tuesday and Thursday to let you know the backside scene of conversation in the marketplace. And don't forget, he'll be updating his comments coming up uh, 730 this morning. You just find it at uh, farmfutures.com and you'll be on the inside track. Also, on the Inside Track tomorrow, we're going to focus in on a special seminar that's happening Friday evening. It's about uh, trying to train folks on the signs of suicide, depression in the rural community. This economic situation is not turning around very quickly, and our mental attitude, especially with this lousy weather, is deteriorating. More on that tomorrow morning. It's 5.55.